Welcome back to Mortgage Anonymous Canada. I'm your host, Michael Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you're from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, today's headliner topic, I'm going to talk about moving to Calgary. Um, we've been receiving tons of applications from people across the country and from abroad wanting to move to Calgary. Um, so we will talk about that. But before we begin, here's what's on my mind this week. Okay, Bank of Canada is all set to deliver more crappy news tomorrow, October the 26th. So I'm, I'm doing this episode on uh, the 25th, the day before. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be out and it'll be old news. But for what it's worth, expect another rate increase, uh, at least 50 basis points, but probably another jumbo at 75 basis points. So, um, you know, by the end of the week, prime rate should probably be at about 6.2%. So we're currently at 5.45%. We're probably going to be 6.2 by the end of the week. Um, after tomorrow's announcement, um, the U.S. Fed has theirs the following week on November the 2nd. And you can uh, expect some more crappy news from them because uh, they will do the same. And I think they're in the same range. Uh, they're going to be doing a jumbo hike. Um, after uh, this rate announcement, just one more remaining for 2022, and that's in... Uh, December, December the 7th, which will likely be another increase. I've heard anywhere from a quarter to uh, a half point increase to prime rate. And then after that, they're saying they, these economists, um, Benjamin Tell with CIBC, uh, Scotiabank as well, has been uh, on record saying they're expecting things to stabilize somewhat. Uh, we're going to we're going to peak the word peak, they, they might be using the word peak, like we peaked. Finally, um, there may not, they, they may hold on any further rate increases for 2023. So let's all keep our fingers crossed with that. And uh, they believe that the rates will remain elevated, by the way, they're not going to go down. So they, they, they believe it's going to remain elevated for all of 2023. And then you may see... Um, uh, some type of retreat in possibly late 2023, but probably early 2024, where they expect interest rates to start um, start being a little bit more kind, um, you know, possibly even coming down as much as one percent. So, you know, there's some some hope there, some things to hope for, and and. To hopefully, uh, you know, this could be this could be the end of the aggressive hikes. So we will see. We will see. Um, tomorrow, when the the rate announcement happens, if I have some time, I may do a special episode where I talk about the post um, announcement, where they have the the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem. He comes on for you know he does a press conference. It's like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I don't think he's went longer than half hour. And, um, you know, everyone literally marks his words at that press conference and they, they take that and the markets react to it right away in anticipation of the next announcement on December 7th. So that's how ridiculous uh, this, this whole um, 
thing is, the way they deliver news. So whatever he says, like he may say something very simple and the markets will pick up on it and they'll interpret that simple statement that he said. And they're like, okay, we've, uh, we're going to price in 50 basis points for December 7th. So I'll be listening for that tomorrow. And like I said, if I have some time, I'll uh, do a special episode and give you my interpretation of that uh, post-press conference. Um, the other thing that is um, kind of starting to be more and more talked about, all the central banks are saying, you know, which, which makes this whole path of aggressive rate hikes um, even more uh, unreasonable in many people's minds. The central bank's saying it takes about 12 months for rate hikes to work through the system. 12 months. So you think about that, like we've raised rates, we've, we've increased our rates. It's, it's over, it's going to be over 300 basis points, three, over 3% in the last six months. And um, really, we have no idea what the impact will be. So 12 months, they're saying it takes for that to absorb into the system and then to start shocking it, right? So that's what the most unprecedented thing with all these rate announcements is not the three percentage points that it's went up which is still you know that's shocking of course but what's even more um, unprecedented is the speed that that these increases have been done um so that that is um that's a, a crazy phenomena that we're yet to to understand or feel the impact of and that will be coming fast and furious. People will feel it if they haven't already, um, which leads many to believe that the retreat back may come sooner than expected as well. So we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that and um, we will continue to talk more and more and more and more and more about that. Are you at the stage where you're wondering if now is the time for you to make your next move? Maybe you've never owned a home before, or perhaps you own one now but have outgrown it, or maybe you have some debt that you'd like to roll into your mortgage. Whatever the case may be, maybe you want some answers, but you're not quite ready to commit to the next steps of getting approved. And don't worry, I totally get it. Maybe you just want to work through some numbers on your own time and not feel pressured to do anything. And if that's the case, text me at 604-800-9593 and I'll reply with my mobile app, which is truly amazing. It's loaded with a bunch of thoughtful calculators that allow you the freedom to work out all of your what-if scenarios. It includes everything you need to estimate your home ownership costs like mortgage qualification scenarios, self-inputted pre-approval certification, access to market rates, stress test qualification calculators, land transfer tax calculators, closing cost explanations, and much more. The perfect tool for someone who's on the fence about moving ahead or staying put. So don't be shy. Go ahead and text me the words Marco's app, and I will simply reply with a direct link to the app and we'll leave it at that. No strings attached. Call or text me at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. And now, back to the episode. Okay, let's move along and talk about today's headliner topic. Moving to Calgary. Starting out, starting over, or ramping up. Calgary has options for all home buyer profiles. Probably one of the most opportunistic places in Canada where a young adult can seek employment 
start a family, and purchase a single-family dwelling home all at the same time. Calgary is not a Vancouver or Toronto-sized city in terms of population and big city amenities. But it's not just a sleepy small town either. The city is large and efficiently spread out into geometric quadrants. The downtown is situated right in the middle of the city with all roads leading to it. It's clean. It's organized. It's increasingly diverse. Sunny all the time, even when it's minus 30. The list goes on. Don't move to Calgary and expect Toronto or Vancouver because it just isn't. Manage your expectation and you will love this city because it offers all that it possibly can and constantly progresses, always punching above its weight class. Unlike Vancouver and Toronto, in Calgary, you can live in a neighborhood with $2 million homes, then drive 10 minutes and enter a zone of $600,000 homes. Drive another 10 minutes and you'll find homes for $400,000. Truly one of the only places in Canada where you can still sell high and buy low. Calgary, a city for everyone. The table below, so now I'm referring to the blog. I wrote a blog on this and you can find it on homefinancingsolutions.ca. Just click on the blog part. And uh, I have a table that describes the price, the, the median price for a single-family home in Calgary, a single-family semi-detached home, and a townhome and a condo. So I, I break down the prices. For example, single-family home detached, okay? Uh, median price, median price as of October 22nd is $585,000, okay? So $585,000, the minimum down payment, it's not 20% because it's under a million. So the minimum down payment is 5% up to $500,000, then 10% on the balance. So for a single-family home in Calgary, that's $585,000. The minimum down payment is $33,500. The minimum income required to qualify for a mortgage for this property, and this could this is a combined income, it could be, it could be individual or combined, $140,000 per year. The mortgage payment equates to $3,500, $3,500 in one to be precise. And um, that is it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a no brainer for many people. And sorry, I read the chart wrong here. But um, the actual mortgage payment equates to $2,640. So um, yeah, very, very appealing um, place. And the chart goes on, I, I break it down for semi detached homes with a median price of 467,000 townhomes you can buy for $328,000 and condos $250,000. So check it out. It's on my blog, homefinancingsolutions.ca. And um, you'll notice that the affordability of purchasing a property in Calgary is far more attainable than any other major city in Canada. Um, not only is the price of real estate substantially lower, but so are the minimum down payment requirements, as I mentioned, to qualify for that mortgage. So for properties under $1 million, and there's plenty of them, the minimum down payment, again, um, requirement is 5% for the first $500,000 and 10% on the balance thereafter, up to $1 million. Um, at which point the minimum down payment increases to 20%. So if you're looking to purchase a single-family home in Vancouver, you require upwards of at least $200,000. But in Calgary, you only need $33,500. The case for Calgary grows even stronger amongst newcomers to Canada. 
in sorry, I'm not being like a super uh, move to Calgary. It's the only option. Like it's, I know you've been hearing a lot of commercials in Ontario and British Columbia. The uh, the Alberta provincial government has just been on this uh, marketing bullet train and uh, advertising the Alberta advantage. But I'm just calling a spade a spade. I I, I know a lot of customers have uh, reached out to me. Some have actually moved to Calgary. So I, I just want to um I just want to share with people what I've been hearing uh on on my telephone line, what's coming in, in through my inbox there. So I'm not uh I'm not uh this isn't like a sponsored Calgary ad. It's just it's what's happening. It's it's going on. The case for Calgary grows even stronger amongst newcomers to Canada. All the same income and down payment thresholds apply for temporary residents just as they do for Canadians or permanent residents. The only difference is that temporary residents are able to provide alternate sources of credit verification if they haven't yet been able to establish a standard two-year credit history. So yeah, there's there's a, a nice big edge for temporary residents, people who haven't attained their uh, permanent residence or Canadian citizenship. You can also buy a property in Calgary with a minimum down payment. Uh, with 5% down. But here's the big draw for newcomers to Canada um, when looking at Calgary or any other city in Edmonton, uh, in Alberta, like Edmonton. There is no land transfer tax, okay? That's a big one. And even beyond that, there is no foreign buyer tax. This is the massive one. So, you know, there is one little fee and it ties in with the land transfer, but it's nowhere near the 20% tax you would pay in BC or Ontario. Um, so here are the fees you can expect when purchasing a property in the province of Alberta. Land transfer registration fee. Okay, so they don't even have the word tax in there. Just a registration fee. It's $50 base fee plus $2 for every $5,000 in property value. Peanuts. The mortgage registration fee. Again, $50 base fee plus $1.50 for every $5,000 of mortgage. Again, peanuts. So for a $600,000 purchase with a $300,000 mortgage, you would have to pay a total of $490 in registration fees. That's it. For the same $600,000 home in BC and Ontario, a work permit holder, Okay, in addition to the $10,000 land transfer tax you would pay in BC and the $16,000 land transfer tax you would pay in Ontario, a, a work permit holder would have to pay an additional $120,000 in foreign buyer tax. That's insane. So, so yeah, <clears throat> that's, uh, that's a big Calgary, Alberta advantage. Um, purchasing an investment property in Calgary um, this is also getting a lot of uh, traction. With Calgary's recent draw of interprovincial and international newcomers, the rental property market is also an appealing proposition. Um, here are some key points that attribute to a strong rental market from an investor's perspective. Calgary has historically led the country with inflows of interprovincial migrants. These are people moving from other provinces within Canada to Alberta. But more recently, the gates have opened wider as the provincial government has embarked on a nationwide campaign, as I mentioned before, to promote the affordability and employment prospects of Alberta. And I included a link in, in my uh, blog here, and it'll direct you straight to the Alberta government website. And you can 
learn more about this campaign if you haven't already heard them on the radio. People from across the country and abroad have responded and are on their way to Alberta, many of whom will be seeking short to medium-term rental accommodation before considering the prospects of home ownership. Okay, so this is why the, the rental properties um, are, are becoming a big deal in Calgary um, as far as investors look at it. Calgary has always been labeled as the oil and gas capital of Canada, but in the past decade, more emphasis and commitment has been directed towards the diversification of the economy. Of course it has, because Alberta is not allowed to um, build pipelines, right? It's, they, they, so they have to. They're, they're diversifying the economy. But they're not allowed to build pipelines, but Alberta is still massive oil and gas. Um, it's, it's like a big, big blue chip. Um, it's making steady money. The gov keeps the government happy. Like they're, they're not in deficit. They're in massive surplus right now. Um, Calgary is making substantial strides in other economic sectors such as aerospace, agribusiness, environmental technology, digital media, life sciences, transformative technologies and transportation and logistics. So a lot of stuff going on in Calgary, not just oil and gas. To further support the growing demand for rental accommodation, Calgarians have consistently ranked at the top when it comes to employment earnings with an average annual income of about $65,000. So yeah, a lot of good factors uh, attributing to that. Key mortgage qualification guidelines to be aware of when purchasing a rental property in Calgary. As long as you reside in one of the units, you can purchase a property that contains a rental suite within it with as little as 5% down. So that could be a half duplex property with a self-contained rental suite or a full side-by-side -side duplex. You live in one side, you rent out the other. You can buy that sucker for 5% down. Also, as long as you reside in one of the units, you can purchase a fourplex with as little as 10% down. Okay, but you got to live in one of them and you can buy that whole complex 10% down. If you plan on purchasing a rental property where you will not be residing in the property yourself, the minimum down payment increases to 20%. Okay, that's anywhere in Canada like that. Rental income that is generated from the property can be used to further boost your mortgage qualification. Um, the allowable income threshold for mortgage qualification purposes varies from lender to lender with some lenders allowing as high as 100% of the rental income as eligible qualification income. Mortgages for rental properties can be amortized as high as 30 years. And I'm getting a few emails from lenders here. It looks like 35 years is making a comeback, 35-year amortization. And... Uh, Shouldn't be that shocking with all these uh, high interest rates and inflation and, and all that crud. 35-year amortization. So I'm going to do a little bit more digging on that and uh, maybe might have a, an a upcoming episode on amortizations. Yeah, how about that? Fun. Calgary's affordable rental market makes it one of the few cities in Canada where an investor can yield a positive cash flow. And this is when your monthly rental income is greater then your mortgage, uh, your monthly mortgage payment. So check it out. Um, everything I just speed read to you, um, you can find on my blog at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Uh, just click the blog button there and it'll bring you to the most uh, updated recent one, which is today. 
All right, that's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta as I'm licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary as I'm very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.